Welcome back to New Rockstars, I'm Eric Voss, and Spider-Man's days in the Marvel Cinematic Universe may be sadly over. Well, for now, at least, due to talks reportedly breaking down between Sony, the studio that owns the film rights of Spider-Man, and Disney's Marvel Studios, Kevin Feige's wonderful dream world that we all call the MCU. Since 2015, Marvel and Sony have shared the rights to Spider-Man, but that deal has, according to sources, ended, and that might mean we no longer get to see Spider-Man appear in future MCU films, and that MCU characters no longer appear in future Spider-Man movies. Yeah, again. Okay, so I'm gonna explain what the hell happened here and how this could dramatically change the future of superhero movies as we know them and what this means for a Spider-Man 3 film and why maybe, just maybe, all might not be lost. Okay, so here's what went down. Back in 2015, Marvel and Sony announced a deal to co-produce Spider-Man after Sony, who had owned the rights to Spider-Man for decades, decided to shift directions from the two underperforming Amazing Spider-Man films with Andrew Garfield, directed by Mark Webb. The deal was Marvel Studios and Sony share Spider-Man so that Sony got to make Spider-Man movies with Marvel characters like Tony Stark, Nick Fury, MCU events like The Blip, and Sony could keep all the profits from those, and that Marvel Studios got to feature Peter Parker in their big crossover events, Civil War, Affinity War, and War, and Marvel got to keep all the money from those. We are the real Brady Bros. Brady Brothers from the TV show Brady Bunch. I'm Barry Williams. And I'm Christopher Knight. I played Greg, and uh, who were you again? I played Peter. We've decided that we're going to do a podcast around episodes of the Brady Bunch. We're going to use it as a prism to look back to our experience doing the show and why the Brady Bunch is still popular. Have a sunshine day. We, we are, are the real Brady, Brady Bros. Bros. And in all five of these movies, Marvel head Kevin Feige was the studio connective tissue, keeping the tonality and interconnectivity in balance, as all things should be. Now, the plan was to extend this sharing deal by two more films, presumably a Spider-Man 3 and maybe another MCU crossover event. So what changed? Well, according to Deadline, during negotiations between Disney and Sony, Disney asked for the next Spider-Man movie and other Sony properties that Disney wanted to co-distribute that the studios co-finance them 50-50, and that would mean the studios would also split the profits from these films right down the middle. Essentially, Kevin Feige and the Disney Marvel team wanted more influence over Sony's properties and to reap more reward for that influence. We'll keep helping you make Spidey, but you gotta pay up for it. I got new hats to buy. But Sony, according to sources, flat out refused that offer and talks broke down. Why? Well, Spider-Man Far From Home just became Sony's most profitable film of all time, crossing $1.1 billion at the box office. And due to general greed, you can imagine them not wanting to share a dime of any future billions. And it looks as though Sony is betting that the recent success of the Spider-Man character has perhaps less to do with Feige's magic touch and the interconnectivity to the MCU, which in Far From Home, spoiler warning for that movie if you haven't seen it yet, took the form of some Iron Man murals, ex-Stark industry employees, Happy Hogan, Nick Fury, Maria Hill, and Skrulls. Instead, perhaps Sony is looking at elements like Mysterio, returning J. Jonah Jameson, and the groundwork that they've already done to introduce the Sinister Six, and thought to themselves, hmm, maybe we don't need the MCU connection to make a good Spider-Man 3 movie, one that we wouldn't have to share. Now, I take issue with that, but based on the tremendous success of a movie like Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which won an Oscar, I'm not surprised Sony feels confident that their Spider-Man properties are robust enough to not need Uncle Figers to hold their hand. But I gotta say, this just feels like the wrong move. Fans have really enjoyed the collaboration between Sony and Marvel 
that has given us Tom Holland's Peter Parker. Now, I'm not sure how much Kevin Feige and the Marvel team were directly responsible for everything we liked about this version of the character. It's possible that John Watts and Tom Holland could produce another great Spider-Man sequel without Marvel's help, but over these past four years, Peter Parker has also forged chemistry with a number of MCU mainstays, Doctor Strange and the Guardians of the Galaxy, Falcon and Winter Soldier, Rhodey, Ant-Man, Captain Marvel, Nick Fury, well, his Skrull imposter, but uh, still Sam Jackson. Add that to future possible team-ups with characters like the Hulk, Thor, and future MCU additions like Blade, the Fantastic Four, Wolverine, and the other mutants, maybe someday Daredevil, the Human Torch, and Deadpool. See, fans and Feige understand that it's the promise of Spider-Man merely existing in this universe, hitchhiking on the back of Valkyrie's Pegasus. That makes him so exciting. It's awesome to know that there's a kid who can just accidentally swing into any bonkers situation, react the way we would react, and know just the right movie reference to take care of business. And Sony walking away from Marvel here takes that promise and it drowns it in symbiote goo. And worst of all, Sony's forcing Happy Hogan and Aunt May to break up. That totally sucks. Happy really needs this. His name does not reflect his emotional state. Now look, the MCU has plenty of beloved titles besides Spider-Man. And you could say they'd probably braced for this, explaining why Spider-Man wasn't included in Feige's Phase 4 lineup. But Spider-Man remains the crowned jewel. I guess we were lucky to get him in the MCU as long as we have, and we're grateful, but you know, now it's, it's kind of like the awesome dude that we've been hanging out with is being told that he can't hang out with us anymore because his parents don't like our parents. And we know he was a better version of himself when he was with us. But guys, guys, this isn't over. Source are saying negotiations are still underway, and it is possible that this just got leaked to Deadline as a kind of power play by one of the sides to create public pressure to bring the other side back to the table. But here's what Sony being willing to walk away from Marvel tells us about their priorities for future Spider-Man films. I do not think this means that Tom Holland is automatically done playing Spider-Man. Like, if Spider-Man is in the title of a movie, folks, the actors and crew of that movie signed a deal with Sony, not Disney. So it is possible that the studio, the director, the other key players could put together a Sony produced Spider-Man 3 that everyone's happy with and it could happen. It's also possible that this increases the likelihood of a Venom sequel with Tom Holland's Spider-Man. I don't know how I feel about that. I, whatever you feel about the Tom Hardy Venom, if this were to happen, it would require a great deal of tonal adjustments. Like, essentially, Sony would have to do with Tom Hardy's Venom what Marvel did with Thor in Ragnarok. Like, transform him from a moody loner to a funnier team player. Another option would be to build on the success of Into the Spider-Verse. Live-action Spider-People like Miles Morales or Gwen Stacy. Like, if Sony is robbing us of Peter Parker hangouts with the Hulk or Deadpool, they gotta be counting on their ability to please fans with other beloved names from the comics. But really, the most likely option just seems to be a Spider-Man 3 that deals directly with the aftermath of the Far From Home post credit scene, and perhaps the Sinister Six that has to ignore any of the ties to the MCU from Homecoming or Far From Home. Like, Peter would have to off-screen sever all of his connections to Tony Stark, probably toss out Edith and all of his uniquely Stark tech, and then, like, web all over all the Spider-Man murals, and then force Aunt May to break up with happy. But I guess if all the familiar faces return, plus J. Jonah Jameson and the Sinister Six, maybe a lot of fans wouldn't mind. I mean, we would, because we're older and we remember how great things were in the past, but a dopey little eight-year-old who's gonna buy all the toys is gonna be like, oh great, Spider-Man, this is the only Spider-Man movie that ever existed. Essentially, Sony is like Thanos, telling Feige, I will shred your universe down to its last atom, and then with the work you've done for me, create my own grateful universe that doesn't remember your old one.
Yeah, no wonder Sony doesn't want Spider-Man and Thanos in the same sentence. Do you think there's a future for Tom Holland Spider-Man outside the MCU? Hit me up down in the comments. This is a hard time for us, but we're here for each other, right? Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at EAVoss. Subscribe to New Rockstars for more Marvel updates. If something changes about the situation, we will inform you and break it down for you. Thank you for joining me, and I just don't want to be there when Happy gets dumped. I guess he's just going to be alone with Tony's claw robot. I guess that's not the worst way to spend a Friday night.